What's your safe pod? <laughs> what's your safe word? <laughs> what's your safe pod? No, what's your no no? What's your safe word? What's the safe pod? No, but you know how we we open and we I ask you. Oh, what, you're asking me yeah, what my safe word yeah, is. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. I thought this was the safe pod. Were, nope, still asking what your safe word is. <laughs> Help. <laughs> Welcome back to Spooky Season. I'm Amp. I'm Mr. Christopher. Oh no, come on, you're giving me like a monster voice. I'm Mr. Christopher. <laughs> and what do you want? You want like any any specific items that you're just gonna keep wanting to say? Like a you sound like Frankenstein. He would always say like what? Like brains or brains. That's what you want? Not like dick. <laughs> dick. <laughs> and welcome back to Spooky Season, y'all. It's week two officially of Locktober. Daddy, how are you doing? Are you surviving? Are you oh thriving? Oh my God. You know, actually the second week is always better because your body is starting to get accustomed to the cage. So I, I I think I got hard last night, but it barely woke me up. Well, that's because we could barely see it. Oh, mm. wow. Oh my God, you sound like my dom now. <laughs> no, if I want to say, well, we could barely see it. <laughs> Guess which dom I am. Oh, oh never, never mind. Never <laughs> mind. You know which Dom I am today? I'm a King 3D Dom because even Doms can be locked up for their subs. And our first sponsor today comes directly from one of our favorite companies that makes the lovely Locktober chassis devices. Again, Locktober is a month long thing that happens in October. It's like a big fantasy, fun, flirtatious thing that happens online. We talked about it last week, but yeah. it is a goal to stay locked in chastity for a full month. Yeah. And so. Today's sponsor and King 3D is excited to sponsor today's episode for Locktober because if you've made it through the first week, first of all, congratulations. Thank you. Oh, well, I did too. Congratulations. Thank you. You're welcome. One week down and only three to go. It's we're kind of like a, a third of the way through now, 10 days out of 31. So if you've done, if you've gotten that far, I just I just want to this goes to you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, uh -huh. and I'm using the Kink 3D Cobra cage, but I had like a medium-sized cage, uh -huh. um, and uh, Muscle Pup Tier and I share the same key holder, and yesterday he swapped our cages, so uh -huh. now he's put me in the mini micro cage. The true terror of sizing down. But, and I think this is the first time this has ever happened because I had a pink cage and ring and he had a black cage and ring. So he just swapped the cages. So now I have a black cage. You're not the, the first person ring. to ever do that. But it has to be the first one to ever do first that. Person. Anyway, King I'm 3D a pioneer. Is, anyway, <laughs> King 3D is more than just being about daddy. But after the initial excitement of locking up, it can be challenging to stay locked. We know firsthand. So, King 3D would like to offer some tips. Oh, they've got tips in this ad. Oh, you got a tip in. How you can make it through the next few weeks. Uh, the first tip, Daddy, focus on your goals for October and remember why you wanted to do it in the first place. Breathe in, breathe out. Breathe in. No, no, don't pant. Oh, breathe in. Uh, Slowly. Sorry, my tongue just naturally does that. Second, use your pent-up energy productively. I just got done at the gym, and I am jazzed. Um, and it, honestly, from fitness to home projects, like it, I've wanted to do a lot of things. It's not just jacking off because I can't do that. So I made 40 birdhouses before breakfast. Stop it. <laughs> Be kind to yourself, though, is one of the major tips because locking is hard. Locktober is difficult. Well, locking, locking and Locktober is supposed to be soft. But yeah. find a way to pamper yourself. And... You can also pamper yourself by going to King 3D and using offer code WATTS23 to receive a free Cobra logo keychain or covert Cobra keychain with any purchase above $25. Discount applied at the cart. Thank Woo. you, King 3D. Woohoo. No, but for real, like, how is it going for you? Actually, great. Um, I'm 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 leaning into it now. I always know it's real too, because you said actually before you <laughs> I don't know why that bugs you so much. It doesn't bug me. I'm just like, we love our sponsors here, and they're while they are a little spooky. Um, we we appreciate all of them. In fact, today's topic is meant to be talking about so someone sent me an article on like dating and kink and like the most terrifying things that you end up finding when you're dating sometimes. Is this like the kink horror stories we do It's on not horror stories, but it's an article of like the most terrifying kinks that you might come across when dating. And I thought it was funny, but it also goes into our main episode today, which is talking about dating and dating apps because we actually have a, we don't have a sponsor, but we do have a guest today mm. from Switched, the app Switched. Have you used it? I have used Switch. I actually switched to Switch. 
Oh my God. <laughs> that should be their ads. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> and so we're going to be talking with them later in the episode. This is a bit, a bit thicker, a bit chunkier of an episode, but it was really cool because we got to talk to Eddie from Switched and the app does, I, I don't want to tell, tell too much at first, but it's a kinky dating app that kind of brings a, a new fresh breath of new fresh breath of air a new fresh breath of air that's yeah. exactly how most people say it how about a breath of fresh air ew that's yeah that's the same it's not fresh um all around kinky dating so stay tuned for that but um first i just wanted to get into the oh god it's never good Okay, speaking of dating apps, so (laughs) this happened to me today. Somebody who had a profile with no pictures on it, and I don't normally talk to profiles with no pictures on it. uh, So I said, do you have a picture? They sent me three pictures all sideways. Why, Why do people not know how to rotate a picture is straight. I mean, we are in the day and age that Daily is forward. easy to do. Daily forward. So, so make it up and down. The other thing that annoys me, this did not happen today, but when people take, and you see it on tw- Twitter and Instagram all the time, they take a picture of themselves in the mirror and they're wearing a t-shirt with writing on it. So now the writing is backwards. <laughs> Flip that picture so that you can read what the t-shirt says. Otherwise, it's just annoying. I'm more it's not so, that hard. More so, I'm annoyed when people have photos that are, t- no offense, if you use DSLRs or like more fancy cameras, but the people who have like the really old like digital cameras. Who has that? People will post pictures from like 15, 20 years ago. <laughs> it bothers me. Are you talking about like a Kodak camera that was developed? Okay. I don't mind like a fan, like like almost like a throwback using a Kodak camera or like a. Well, they have filters for that. You don't even need the camera anymore. Well, I, well okay. I, I will allow like fun like throwbacky things, mm-hmm. but it's people that are using old photos. Yes. And you can tell that they're old photos. Yes. They're pixelated all fucked. Speaking of great power, especially in the spooky season, today's second sponsor, Manscaped, is here to help you this Halloween and get a little handy, man. And because of their great battery life, you will never run out of power. The true terror. <laughs> running through <laughs> running through a battery halfway through a manscaped. Could you imagine you were halfway through over. your beard and then they like ran out of power and you had to rush out the door? <laughs> Wait, is, was that not intentional today? Yeah. <laughs> this Halloween season, though, we've brought to you today Manscaped, who's making sure that you take a step up for Balloween. Halloween to bring your face to the cleanest shave it's ever seen. So this season, no need to toil in trouble <laughs> and make it double. You might, if you have two balls for Manscaped's new technology with the handyman. It's the best way to get rid of that stubble featuring a compact design, a next gen skin sick technology, and was designed to give you that smooth finish without the mess of traditional shaving. So get your sweet treats this Halloween season by going to manscaped.com and using offer code what daddy? What's 20? For 20% off and free shipping. And if you already have the Manscaped handyman, or maybe you don't need to get rid of that stubble, you can also use our favorite, the Lawnmower 4.0, to get around those balls and make sure, even if you're in chastity, it's great. It's got the guard. It makes mm-hmm. sure you don't nick you or can cut even yourself. Do it, in chastity. it reduces it by, I mean, every time for me, I don't ever do. So that'll make sure that your balls are smooth for Balltober and Locktober. No, wait. Ball, Balloween and Locktober. Oh, no. I like Balltober, though. Balltober. Yeah, you just, you just suck on some balls. <laughs> anyway, check out the handyman. Maybe get a skin-safe technology through the Lawnmower 4.0 or even the Weed Whacker. And, again, go to manscaped.com and use offer code what, Daddy? What's 20? One of our longest-running sponsors to get 20% off and free shipping. Thank you again, Manscaped. Thank you, Manscaped. So, you've dated... Have you ever dated a kinky person? <laughs> just a few times just a few yeah, <laughs> well i don't know because this, this article is so fun so first of all the person who wrote this article we know okay. um her name is alex chavez oh i love alex friend of the show nice um but someone sent this to me and they kind of giggled they're like the most terrifying and the first one was like breath play and i was like oh well I'm that could scared. get scary very quickly it yes could. It could. So I <laughs> you don't even this. need to read the story and no, I'm no, i know i know i want to talk through this and i just want to like okay. dive into some of the some of the kinks here, because this is this is the advocate is a wonderful, wonderful magazine, mm-hmm. very queer. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes when I see the kink stuff that they feature, I'm always like, yes, it's pretty vanilla. Magazine. And it feels a little vanilla sometimes. Yeah. But Alex, we know personally, very kinky person, yes. very in the community, like yes. has literally written the books. Just on saw stuff. him in Berlin. Yeah. yeah. And lovely. But I so let's go through this. Yeah. So the first one, the most terrifying you're going to find during the Halloween season, um, autoerotic asphyxiation, which yes. for a layman breath play. 
Yeah. Breathplay, which um, medicinenet.com states that around 1,000 Americans annually and love find loved ones dead of self-induced autoerotic asphyxiation. That is and terrifying. Usually because they did it by themselves. Yeah. So like what's some, what have you ever had a partner who was into it? First of all, I've had several. Yes. And how does that make you feel? Because that is a pretty deep one. I mean, if it's if they're doing it with me, it's it's a great power control dynamic thing. Um, and I've, I've, I've choked people out before. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the problem with, uh, autoerotic asphyxiation is people obviously rule one, don't ever do it alone. It's a varsity yeah, level. That's kink. number like, one rule. That's why it's scary because it can get out of hand. Mm-hmm. And we've known people that, you know, it didn't, it didn't go well. And that's sad for people. Michael Hutchinson. Yeah. And so just shouting it out. First of all, yes. Terrifying. Yes. Scary. Never do it alone. Um, I mean, kinky people know the risks of breath play. Uh, as, as kinksters ourselves, like risk aware, consensual kink, but you still got to be very, very, very careful and communicative about how that works. For me, you always got to know that if you're going to be doing breath play, you have to know first start, first, first aid and CPR. Mm. You, in my, in my personal opinion, you at least have to know how the neck works. Yeah. You know, need to know where those points are on the neck that will do that without, uh, without blocking the esophagus. Yeah. And if you're doing, ooh, this is a really good tip that I've always heard. If you're doing it, um, don't do verbal safe words. Don't do like blink or do <laughs> any. No, because like, they're passed out. Yeah. So <laughs> they're they, not going to be able to talk. There was an educator who said, like, get a stress ball and have them squeeze it. And the second that it stops squeezing, that's like, that's your safety net. But like, obviously, you don't want to go that far. Like, you got to be careful about that stuff. On the, on the terrifying meter, where would you put that? I don't know. I haven't heard the story yet. No, that's, that's, oh. that's, we're talking about kinks. That's oh, 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 I thought these were, they were going to have stories attached to them. No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. Okay. I just wanted so, to talk about some terrifying kinks. That is probably point. the most terrifying kink because death could result. Yeah. So a lot of other kinks, you know, injury could result, but not death. So <gasps> the, yeah, that would probably be the most extreme. So yeah, number one. Um, The next one that catches my eye, we're not going to go through all 22 just because that we don't have that kind of time we talk a lot um but the next one that catches my eye the fetish of ripping off your dick oh okay wait wait a second i i this is new to me i haven't heard of that it has a name and i'm well, gonna, is it, I'm gonna wait, wait, wait. it not ripping off but castration it says the fetish for ripping off so let's let's read into it okay so uh, that that feels like two different but the same kink yeah nullification is different than than ripping off I let, let me let me read it okay, okay? So it's the its actual name is ederacinism. 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 Oh God! It's oh ederacinism. Ederacinism. There you go. Uh, and it's a fetish. Don't laugh at me. I'm doing my best. Ederacinism. It sounds like exactly. It sounds like cinnamon toast. It kind of does. <laughs> um, is a fetish practice of ripping off your cock and balls. Some opinions on the internet, professionals and non-professionals, say that it is less of a fetish and more of a sexual impulse done as a result of intense sexual shame. Some folks feel the urge to manually remove what they have uh, as it is sinful. So just ripping it off, like pulling it so hard? So is Ooh. this like CBT, you know, where you pull the balls? This is, and this is not... This is not CBT. Well, I mean, I, it, well, it would be, it be almost impossible to rip it off. You would need a knife or something. I don't think we need to go into the specifics of how well, you would do it. Well, I mean, I tried. You've created this visual in my mind, so now <laughs> Actually, this is Alex's fault. I mean, it's Alex, not my fault. So my fault. when you say ripping it off, that 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 implies like tearing it off, and skin just doesn't tear. You need to cut it. I, I cut. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> it's it's an extreme one. Well, yeah, that is a terrifying kink that I've never heard of anyone having. So <laughs> I've heard of CBT. Yeah. That, and I understand that. But ripping off your genitals. Okay. Somebody's going to have to put in the comments if they're into this one. Please. I, I, I would love it. to know more. Okay. Um, first I've ever heard of it. I feel like he's making it up. No, I've heard of this before. I just I've never had a name for it and I've never tried to say it, obviously. Um, but ripping. Your skin doesn't rip. Cut. Next one. All right. Okay. The next one that catches my eye: uh, the fetish for groping people in crowded places. Do you remember what this is called? We've talked about inappropriate. (laughs) (laughs) It is. Um, But is it consensual or just groping whatever you see in front of you? First, answer my question. But what is it called? Do you remember the name for it? We've talked about this before. Groping itis. 
it usually has an ilia to it or is Grubiitis ilia. Okay. <laughs> Frauderism. Frauderism? No, frauderism. Frauderism. That sounds like it's fraught with a lot of isms. Exactly. Um, the fetish for touching strangers in a crowded place. Oh, strangers. So it's not consensual. Well, you can consensually not consent and like do role play. Sure. Most folks know this as groping, as you stated, right. uh, which is a non-consensual and does not pass SSC rack and it's not okay. But um, I know people that have made a scene of it, whether it's in their own privacy or just kind of like, oops, bumped on the, into on the them subway. in public. Yeah. Like there's ways you can be playful about it. Don't mm. obviously start doing sexy stuff, but like the same way that, you know, you can. I, I love being on the subway or, and groping your butt. Yeah, and you, you're not overt about it, you know. Well, sometimes I am. But I <laughs> I mean, your butt is pretty big. So, bulbous. Round? Gorgeous. And sore. Bulbous <laughs> sore. That's my new Halloween costume. <laughs> no, and obviously, there's a place for a fantasy and a reality. Sure. Duh. Sure. Duh. Okay, um, so I don't find that terrifying. Though. Or would you put that on the terror scale? Low, like three. Oh, wow, I put like, like unless it was non-consensual, wait, wait, people wait. were being groping you. What was the what was the the ripping balls for you? Oh, that's that, a ten. That's like a twelve. Are you oh, kidding 12. me? Oh, a twelve. Ow! It is. Ow. That's dismemberment. Ow! By tearing, which is impossible. I'm still <laughs> I'm stuck on that. You can't tear things off people. How about this next one then? What? Uh, did you say terror? It's terror. A real terror. <laughs> um, the next one: the fetish for touching people while they sleep. Oh. This? Have you ever done this before? Um, and I don't mean like you're you're kind of yes, half awake. Yes, I and have like actually. I mean like intentionally did like a kink scene. Not a kink scene. Okay. But I, I, I've had partners sleeping peacefully next to me and I, I caress their nipples. I, I and... feel like this one's not terri terrifying no. or terror because it happens kind of naturally sometimes. Yeah. But I could see where... Gently waking them up. Yeah. And, and, and of course... As a kink or a fetish, you should always have consent to like be in a relationship with someone that is comfortable enough to do that. To let like, you, if you do started, that while they're sleeping. Yeah, if so, you started touching yeah, have me, have you ever I would... stared at someone while they're sleeping and okay, when they wake creepy. up? <laughs> no, but I feel like you have. I do it all the time, I and I need you to stop. <laughs> it's fun because mm. <laughs> they're very disoriented, and then they see you looking at them, and they're, they're you can just see their brain going, "Oh my god, what the fuck's happening?" <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Okay, I'll remember that. I'll remember that. Mm -hmm. Or, well, do you know what's called? Called. uh sleeping groping people sleeping groping people yeah uh nocturnalism or that's you know it's not a bad guess somnophilia or it's also known as a sleeping beauty syndrome like oh yes we talked about this mm -hmm. yeah wow you remembered kind of um now you never want to intrude on sleeping strangers but ssc and rack would dictate that you know you can put together a scene um, knockout play is a thing, but I'm not so I like you got to be careful. Like a sleeping pill is different than like. What about Sleeping Beauty with the poison apple? Can you do give them a maybe poison no, apple? No, see, I don't think poison apples pass the SSC mm, Iraq okay. test either. Poison's not I really tried. a Disney safe... taught me. Oh. Disney taught me all my kinks. <laughs> Just don't abuse people, please. Molesting people you don't have consent is not is not it's not okay. Don't do that. Uh, so where do I put on the scale? Very low. One, two. I'd be like a two. Touching It'd be something that I'm sleeping. like, oh, stop. I'm, I'm trying to sleep. Actually, it's kind oh, of fun to tickle somebody stop. who's ticklish while they're sleeping. You, you, you just tickle their feet no. and watch them like I will twitch away. <laughs> it's I awesome. will remember all of this. I love that. <laughs> oh, gosh. How about this one? Um, the fetish for accidents, tragedies, and disasters. So someone has a fetish just for me, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so a fetish for a what's an accident, tragedy, or disaster? Again, like, you're looking right at it. Like a car crash? Yes. So oh, they made a whole movie about this. What movie was that? Holly Hunter. Uh, I think it was called Crash. Uh, she had a fetish for crash? Oh, yeah. Oh. And they, they, they staged all these car crashes and stuff because that was their fetish. Is that what you call it? Instead of daddy hunting, it's Holly hunting? Holly Hunter. <laughs> when you, uh, so it has a name. Yeah. Uh, Symphorophilia, a fetish that can kill you. Uh, and others. People with symphorophilia get aroused watching or staging car crashes, house mm. fires, collapse bridges, natural disasters. Uh, this fetish has got some cultural attention with the 1996 film Crash. Oh my god! Oh my god! Good I job, totally, Daddy. Yep. Well done. Yeah. 
Um, featuring Holly Hunter, the characters of Crash get off by being in car crashes. Yep. I've never heard that one. Oh, before. it's a great movie. Um, uh, but how do you stage like a burning bridge? Did you say? Um, I put a Godzilla costume on, and you give like you build a little build okay. a little diary. That's not realistic. What uh, do you but... mean? Oh, the fifty foot woman, like like pretend to be a naked guy that's like the fifty foot man, and you get like some little uh like toy soldiers. That's absolutely a thing. Like macro it's crushing. Like Gulliver, Gulliver's travel. Yeah. Yes. There's a lot of kinks that overlap with this fetish. Though, I, again, um, actual car crashes and tragedies do not pass SSC or rack tests either. Please don't do that. This is kind of like in the vein of Harold and Maude, too, where uh, Harold kept staging his own accidents to, so he didn't have to date all these women that his mother was trying to set up him up with. You remember Harold and Maude? No. Totally. Okay. Everyone watch Harold and Maude. This is fantastic. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, next one is going to be uh, fire fetishes. Fire fetishes. Um, I played with fire before. I lit we you have, on fire before. Okay, you have to really be careful how you say that. <laughs> so what we did is we've done this before. Or yeah. Pyrophiliac. Okay. Uh, is someone who might be turned on by getting fire started. Literally, not not metaphorically. And we used, what was it, moose? Moose. Because uh, it has a very low alcohol. Not the character. So like hair moose. Top gun. Yeah. yeah. So I sprayed it on your ass and then lit it on fire, but it, it doesn't stay on fire very long. Yeah, it kind of moves. And if you do like a little, a little, uh, what do you call it? Like a little snake of the, yeah. the stuff, it kind of like moves up. Just it's, don't do it in bed. Yeah, please. We did it on the stage. We, did we had stage. water. Yeah. We had we fire had safety measures yeah. and like a, a blanket to put stuff out. Nothing, nothing went wrong though, and it no. wasn't even remotely hot. I directed a uh, movie called Fire Water, uh, where is actually some Weird. very advanced players uh, who did use more. They used more lighter fluids and stuff on wands and put it across the body uh, for a lot longer than you and I did, uh, so that the flames and the intense heat. But they knew when to brush it out and when to put it back. It was a huge trust exercise. But the, the sub really enjoyed it. Was that the movie that M. Night Shyamalan did? Avatar? Earth, wind, fire, water. <laughs> no. The the fire was the fire, and then the water was uh, water sports. That's fun. Yeah. What, a, what a fun... That's a great he, concept. He'd light them on fire and then piss it out. Did, um, did you guys like send a cease and desist for Game of Thrones when they started doing their house? Yeah. This is back fire. when I was working for Grayland <laughs> Thornton for Brush Creek Media, too. We, oh. he, he came up with this one. Oh. Yeah. That's so poetic. Why don't why don't they do porn like that anymore? Yeah, you need to start. Okay. Okay. Um, this next one that catches my eye, the fetish for non-human animals. Like, Wait, are an all animals non-human? Wait, what? Well, so this one I think of like furries, which for me is not terrifying. Like non like non-human. Oh wait, we didn't we didn't rate the fire. Oh sorry, uh, the fire is off the charts. It's hot. I would say six. Oh, as far as terror, yeah, it's, I would say five. Uh, having done it, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, um, it's actually not that painful. Yeah, so like obviously, when it comes to a fetish for like non-human animal characters, um, my my, I always go to the Harkness test. Jack oh. Harkness is someone that exists in a show called Doctor Who, and also uh, who? Yeah, exactly, the Doctor. Who? Exactly. Um, but he is a character from the Doctor Who, which is a sci-fi thing. Star Wars. Yeah, I'm aware of what it is. Yeah, all, yep. all of that. Um, but he is an omnisexual, which I don't know that we have a real clinical definition or experience on that. But someone who's attracted to just about everything. everything. Yeah. yeah. And so, but he has a, the Harkness test. So if he's attracted to it, it has to be of the mature age for its species, you know, mm -hmm. the legal age, pretty much. It has to be able to consent or somehow like tell you, yes, I'm into it. And like, it just has to be done respectfully, consensually, like with, with, with intent of this is a human or not a human. This is a, an adult in this and it, it's talking to me and I'm getting consent and it's all good. So like lots of alien creatures and characters, which normally you wouldn't be able to like to say like, how old is that gigantic blob of amorphous thing? But with the Harkness test, you're just being like ethical, yeah. essentially. Um, and I kind of do that for like furries, for any like animal characters I mean, people, Zootopia. You remember Zootopia? So many people were all over the, the tigers in Zootopia. You remember that? Uh, what were they over? Oh, what, why were they all over? I'm going to type in Zootopia. I, it's a cartoon. Ty I know. But have you ever have you ever dated someone who was a furry? No. I, you you took me to my first furry convention this year. And was it hot? 
They, they they seem like they I were because those suits are hot. The tigers. Oh, the tiger is hot. I yeah, like exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or look at the Zootopia tiger. Just the tiger. Some of them are Zootopia. just a little fluffy and they look they look like big stuffed animals. But look at this, this one. Looks like a dad, like a daddy tiger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. No, there were there it. were there were ones I found sexy. Uh, the other ones just look cuddly. I mean, look at their dancing in this Aww. one. Yeah. Um. So we're not furries, but uh. Pet play, I understand because like you get into like that that headspace, that animal headspace. But again, it's never with actual animals. I I feel like that should be clear. But it's also terrifying to people who don't understand pet play or sure. role play or even furries when you start like having furry porn. You know, I think it's totally normal and, and realistic and like total valid thing. But a lot of people get like they they squeaked out. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I would I, that one's not so weird to me. I'd put it at a two. So that's a zero for me. That's so run yeah, of the mill. I feel like it's well, so normal. You, you're a puppy, so of course you're gonna say that. How dare you? Yeah, <laughs> prove me wrong. Where's the lie? <laughs> um, this next one is the fetish for falling downstairs. <laughs> Wait, that's not a fetish, is it? Climacophilia. Falling downstairs on purpose? It sound that's the sound you make when you fall downstairs. Climacophilia. Just <laughs> <laughs> like hitting things yeah. as you go. Okay, fine. Um it's the sexual arousal. That, that would be very hard to watching someone on your fall body. down the stairs. Oh, or watching falling, someone or falling down the stairs yourself. Like showgirls? <laughs> yeah. Or maybe you're like a stunt faller. There are people that do stunt I mean, falls. it is hilarious to see someone do it, but I thought you meant they got off by falling down the stairs. What if I was on Switch and I said, I'm into climacophilia? It kind of sounds like an STI a little bit. A little bit. Like yeah, they, chlamydia. They make, they make a cream for that. Um, <laughs> Don't put the cream on the stairs. Gotta fix that stuff. That's why you'd fall. Um, so this is watching other people fall down the stairs. No, I said watching or falling down the stairs. Yeah. See, I get the watching because You're it terrible. is fun to see other You're people terrible. get hurt sometimes. But I could, I mean, the throwing yourself down the stairs intentionally seems like it's just really bad on your body. As long as it is a play and uh, you have nerf stairs. And I mean, there are people that literally are able to fall downstairs properly and oh, talk to my mother she oh, she what? falls what? all the time she falls all the time getting out of the car getting off the curb da, 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 da. and she her her legs are so bruised up because she falls all the time that my dad is scared to go in public places with her because he thinks everyone looks at him funny like he's beating her or something oh my god <laughs> so, just get your mom some, i'm gonna like, tell my mom pads. about this finish. no <laughs> oh, you, can, you have to be able to say what it's called though uh uh, something of philia. You're, no, come on. You could, you were, you heard me say it a number of times. Oh, you got this. I don't know. Starts with the C. Cuntophilia. Okay, we're <laughs> moving on. You're, you're done. Well, what's it? It's climacophilia. 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 Yeah. I was so close. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> this one. It sounds like clamato juice. Climacophilia for dangerous and cruel people. Wait. You're attracted to dangerous and cruel people? Hybristophilia is a sexual attraction to people who have committed or actively committing cruel or terrible crimes. Like Charles Manson. It is generally seen as an extreme extension of masochism. Hmm. I've never heard of that one. Well, didn't Charles Manson have like a bunch of groupies? I did not know him personally, but... No, no, no. No, no, well, you're, you're, you're kind of yeah. just being funny. So um, um, that, that, that track. would track, I guess. But what, but, like... I would. Oh wait, be wait, we fascinated. didn't re, re, we didn't rate the clamato the clamato one, uh, the stairs, <laughs> the fetish for it's having a bloody mary. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm kind of at like an eight because you could hurt yourself on that one. I'm kind of. I'll say seven. Okay. Okay. I'm kind we of. We keep forgetting seems, to rate these. No, we've 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 okay. remembered halfway through every single one of these. So <laughs> so, <laughs> being attracted to dangerous people. Hypnophilia. I think this kind of happens on some level a lot because have you ever? <laughs> oh God, people, I, I haven't, but I can't wait. Well, people are always like, "Boy, do I know how to pick them?" I always, I mean, and 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 Stockholm like syndrome. people always go for the bad boy, right? And the, the 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 person that they should, they know they logically shouldn't, but they're attracted to the bad boy. So no, I get it. Yeah, and and as you said, there are people that like pine over like people that are in jail, and I'm not saying someone's. Mm -hmm you know should be committed for whatever they did or not but i'm just like i i the edge and the fear and the i mean orange is the new black had multiple storylines like that i feel like was that about trump orange no please you 
you know what I'm talking <laughs> <Just> about. <laughs> but it was it, there was many storylines like that where people yeah. were like, you know, had the hots because it was like danger. Yeah. Well, danger is is sexy. Danger zone. You know that's why you watch horror movies. The the the, the being scared. Uh, that yeah, it, it causes your adrenal adrenaline to go up, right? Yes, absolutely. And and I I get it. I enjoy it. Um, so where would you rate that? I would. I was just thinking. Um, I don't like that. It's not like scary, but I almost uh, nine. It's not like scary, scary, but it's like also at the same time like ah, that makes me feel. I think spooked. it's five because I think it's human nature, and I think lots of people are drawn to that. Oh, but I guess when I see like cruel, and I I look at that word like i don't yeah, want to be cruel yeah like cruel murderer that's that's like over the line i guess it depends on how bad you're talking that's fair but yeah that's why i'm nine i don't want anything to do with it okay Ooh. okay and last but not least on today's many terrifying fetishes that do exist in this world and some can be done ethically with consent and you know safe sane and consensual or risk aware consensually kinky but um this one the murder fetish Oh, aka snuff is snuff is a thing that that does exist. Yeah, there are. You know, I see a lot of it's porn not, that's fantastical. It, people pre- like have, there's a script and they pretend. Have you ever seen that on some of the sites? Well, I directed a movie called uh, Taboo, and oh. one of the scenes was uh, this guy having sex with a cadaver. Um, so. I we're not con- part- doning we're that. not condoning yeah. it but um, i just want to be clear but so this is why i don't watch horror movies i don't like seeing death i don't like seeing especially when it's extreme yeah gory death i don't think a lot but lots people of people like they, that but some people do but look at all the people who yeah. go see horror movies just for that um so this has to be a more see, common king i don't go see think. horror movies because i'm like oh yeah death woo i i go because i like the thrill of being scared being shocked being like the, it makes me laugh when but I get they scared. put up images of people being killed, mutilated, and yeah, I don't. Like I mean, this has gory. become so mainstream that you see it in almost every media. I I there. see where you're coming from, but also at the same time, as someone who plays a lot of gory video games, yes, that's my point. That's I can't even what watch is, what, Dead by Daylight with you. That's not even gory. I, there are spiders that come from the sky and meat hook you, and you hear you and you hear the the, the victim going. Ah! <laughs> That's a great impersonation of Thank Meg. You. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, subtle plug for my Twitch stream where we play games all the time. They're not always scary, though. This is why I do not watch your Twitch stream. Um, yeah, right. You don't like video games. Anyway, um, so I want to read this little excerpt. So sexologists and psychiatrists call it erotophonophilia. Others call it uh, homicide. Uh, and it's a sexual act. <laughs> Wait, they call it homicide. That's what, that's that's what they have. That's the fetish Some homicide. Call it that. Oh, um, uh, it's a sexual arousal for killing someone. And that's not a thing that we're condoning. Thomas, right? It's not consensual. Don't ever do it. Poo poo. No, not okay. Um, but people have, of course, been clinically, you know, told that they're, they got some issues there. Um, that said. What do you mean poo poo? No, not okay. Killing someone. Oh, I thought you were talking you, about poo-pooing. Did, did you want to <laughs> no, I disagree? You were, no, I thought you were talking about scat. No, scat actually wasn't on this <laughs> you list. You said poo-poo. <laughs> I, I was more so saying we're not endorsing this whatsoever. I actually gotcha. did make very okay. clear. So this is a one on mine because I, it just, it's just a line I don't. I, I don't find it sexy at all. One was like benign. Oh, this is a 10, ten on my scale. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm starting to question all of your grades from this entire episode now. Um, now, I have heard stories of people that have simulated like a dead person at a play party like it was everyone knew and they were pretended to be like not passed out but like dead Mm -hmm. and i it's a it's an interesting thing to do i'm all for fantasy and making things that are different and interesting happen as long as it's always consensual and just fantasy like i don't some people get a rise out of that it's not for me and if that's your kink and your fetish and you're ethically practicing it or watching like some of the porn that exists where people quote unquote die, but don't actually die. Like it's all simulated. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be like, ah, uh, shut it down. But I'm just gonna be like, that's not for me. And I hope everyone's still alive. You know? Yeah. Like I was saying, you, they, every horror movie, this is a trope. Well, that's what I'm saying as well as I'm agreeing with you pretty much saying like, if you're okay with horror movies, mm-hmm. I think you can be okay with porn that exists, that it simulates that kind of thing, you know? Yeah. I think that's a that's something we can agree on there, right? Sure. 
So I'm more, but I'm still obviously I'm like at 15. Like I, I don't have that. Yeah. that. That scares me to think of people dying and and making like, <laughs> I, just, I don't like death. No one likes death. No, no. But uh, you know what we do love? Yes. <laughs> let's switch. You want to switch up. this topic? I, let's this is let's too switch spooky. from the death to the hooking up. Oh, I love hooking. Um, so today we are talking to Eddie. Um, mm-hmm. Only one, actually. My favorite part is they need one more Ed because it's Ed and Eddie. Do you remember the cartoon Ed, Ed and Eddie? No. Is this really a thing? <laughs> yes. Oh my Ed, God. Ed and Eddie. So there were two Eds and an Eddie. <sighs> Never mind. Anyway, <laughs> we're talking with Eddie from Switch today on a newer dating app. It's only been out for like five months or mm-hmm. so. Uh, that's all about kink. And my favorite part is that it's he. They're rolling out some stuff, and it's not just for the gay men specifically. No, and it's got uh, like this fresh look that I've never seen in a dating app and before. And a so. dark mode. And a dark, I, you like a dark mode. I, when I, when you first told me about it months ago, you showed me yours and it was white mode, and I was like, my eyes. And then I found out there was a dark mode, which it automatically put on when I downloaded it because it knows my phone likes dark mode. And I was like, hallelujah. So, <laughs> anyway. Does that make you switch? Anyway, <laughs> let's get Eddie on in here. We've got a lovely conversation with him. Uh, we hope you check out the app if you want. This isn't a sponsor. We just really like it, and we think that you will too. So, Eddie, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you very much for having me. Um, good, thank you. Um, it's Friday. You can't go wrong with Friday. Oh, thank God. Um, it's 11 p.m. here in London. Um, can't say that I'll be going out. I was going to say, why aren't anywhere? you out partying? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's been a long week, but um, definitely really happy to talk to you guys. Um, so here I am. Thank you for taking the time. So uh, as we kind of talked about previously, dating apps are a thing that kind of is just the social norm now for a lot of our generations coming up. Um, and your app specifically, which I'll give you a second to kind of talk about it, but Switched was one that we've been using for a short while. It is It is newer. When did it come out? Um, five months ago and a few days. Oh, wow. wow. So you're still a baby. Yeah. Uh, yeah, very much so. And <laughs> it feels like I've had the app for a hundred years now. And some people even approached us, uh, on the, from the second, third, and then the, like fifth day, we got some really strange emails from people saying, why aren't you doing this? You should have been doing that. And then I, Gosh. when I explained to people, we've literally launched two days ago, they were like, oh, wow, sorry, I didn't realize that you've literally just launched. And by the way, love what you're doing. Et cetera. It was like, <laughs> oh, wow. Well, <laughs> everyone has an opinion. That. That's the internet for you, though. Yeah. People don't think you're going to actually see the comments. But um, before we get into the the the, the struggles, the, the mishaps, the misadventures, and the successes, you might just give us a quick elevator speech of what Switched is and why why you created the app. Yeah, sure. So um, Switched, from its original idea, um, I didn't really quite think that there was a way for saying what we were into from a kink perspective, like for us to be our, you know, true to selves um, online. And I thought it was a little difficult to do that. And I can see that a lot of people will have like profiles on apps and they'll go to like BDSM test and then they'll try to fill in this questionnaire (laughs) and try to share with people to kind of like fill in the gap. And I always thought that, well, there must be a way that we can actually talk about ourselves and talk to each other and through it also establish consent where there is an overlap before we can actually talk to each other about play. And I came up with a name, and this is one of the things that a lot of people don't know. It was actually inspired by a charity called Switchboard here in the UK. And I thought that if there was a way, just like the old Switchboard, I don't know, probably from my time, um, um, you you know, you had those telephone lines and you connect from one side to the other side to connect with people. I can have that. So that's why Switched actually came to be and the idea of like connecting with different interests and getting people together. That's where the name came from. Oh, that's really cool though. Uh, do you remember Switchboard's daddy? I, I, <laughs> why do you look at me when you say that? <laughs> Not that old. <laughs> anyway. Um, but switched it as an app is, as you kind of said, like with things like Instagram and Twitter, when you, when you talk about that, you mean like the kind of deplatforming of queer people in general Absolutely. when it comes to yeah. censorship or, yeah, which yeah. is where switch kind of changes the game because it's not just meant to for dating, but it actually has timelines. You follow people 
and it almost has a, a Twitter-esque feel. X, if you're calling it that, we're always going to call it Twitter. <laughs> Actually, I signed on about three months ago, and it has a Tumblr vibe to me. Remember? Mm. Do you remember Tumblr? Because everyone the puts up day. their pictures, and it comes up on your timeline, and it's it very much feels like Tumblr to me. But where it does differ from Tumblr is its usability, and what I would like to oh, comment on is like, yeah, it's not it's not Tumblr, obviously, R.I.P. Tumblr. The, the usability and the, and the way in which it shows profiles is just so different than any dating app I've ever used. It, it, it like puts fetish in a spectrum. It yeah. G- it gives you like. Exactly. A, uh, from, from, from very light, done. love it to would try it uh, on both sides, left and right or top and bottom, um, which is really nice, which is kind of switchy. Okay. Yeah. Trying to be funny. That, I mean, that, that left, I, I'm no, I being like serious. It. Actually, <laughs> I wasn't trying to be funny. But I, I get, I get the pun, and I actually love your puns. I think they're yeah. really good. Um, and uh, you see, I try to do something that is actually quite difficult, which is pay respects to you know the shoulders of all the giants that we stand on, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and our heritage, and try to celebrate that, but bring it into a modern format to welcome all the younger generations so i did my absolute best to try to get the principles of the hanky code into the switched app from like the left and right uh, which is still very difficult because as you know kink is very subjective so i may say that water sports is one thing and they that may seem very clean cut but then you can talk to someone else who's a purist you know well, in yeah the, Water sports for them might mean getting peed on. Water sports for another person might mean drinking it. Water sports for someone else is just watching exactly. pee happen. Yeah. Exactly. And where yeah. Switch does a really good job is it says like gives or likes to receive or it breaks it down and shows you, as Daddy said, that spectrum for literally everything under the sun. And then everything even has drop downs. So to kind of paint the picture for people that haven't tried the app yet, you give it a yeah. spectrum of where you lie on that. And there's there's so much customization to it from showing what you're into, icons, kind of like a hanky code version, as well as it just has that dating app vibe where you tell people what you're into. And I actually have a, a really kind of interesting question. So other dating apps, we're not gonna, we're not gonna like shit on any other ones yeah. because every dating app has its place and it, its use. But other dating apps have an issue with like uncensored photos. And the one thing that stuck yeah. out to me on Switch is there's a little bit of nudity here or there. And there's not like there is. you have to be on, on a web page app. How are you guys doing that? So we've worked with Apple and Google on this. So we went to the level of details of their guidelines to understand exactly what is required in order to do this. Because um, Twitter allows it. Mm-hmm. You know, Reddit allows it, and there are so many other apps that actually allow it. And it is, it's it's actually really good that they put the guidelines, and all you have to do, it's almost like a corporate compliance exercise. You have to make sure that you tick all the boxes to satisfy all of their concerns. So first and foremost, is your app intended for like a bigger audience, anyone who is not of age of 18, for example. And the app absolutely is not. So that already solves a lot of the problems. The other thing is that by default, that kind of content should not be displayed to new users. Users have to opt in to see that content. Mm -hmm. Another step is to make sure that users are proactive about telling other users that their content might have some sensitive images which is explicit images. The other um, the other box that we're asked is to make sure that the content that people post is not the majority, just that type of content, like sexually explicit oh, okay. content. Interesting. Because like in the past, yeah. I've I've seen many uh not controversy, but like apps that are like, well, we gotta make everything we have to remove nudity because this or that and it's always felt really uh, complacent, especially when those apps allow you to see nakedness if you pay for like subscriptions. Yeah. And the, so I just respect and appreciate that you guys actually did the work to like not only research, but make it so that it's still an app for adults to do adult things because 
Like Absolutely. why else would we, we get on an app, like a, a dating app or even a Twitter? Twitter is very much for porn for a lot yeah, of people. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a porn is. platform now. <laughs> And it is, isn't it? I mean, it. even yeah. the logo looks like just a porn. Oh, so the name, wow. I don't think it? that was in his intention, but it's true. It needs two more, but yeah. <laughs> For triple X's. <laughs> yeah. But we did the work because we are 100% sex positive. Um, we are a, a, a queer-owned business, and we've worked really hard to make sure that we do have a, a space for us, for us kinksters. Um, and obviously, a part of being Kingster is not always about sex. I say this a lot. It says, yes, we are kinky, but first and foremost, like we may be software developers, we may be doctors, surgeons, um, marketeers, and um, we are people first and foremost. So we should be able to have that space. And if we do want to share that personal part of ourselves, which is, our sex life and our interest in kinks, then we should be able to do that on an app and share with everyone. And that that was the idea. So we've worked with Apple and Google to understand what their requirements were, satisfy um, their, those requirements, and then have the app approved. The most terrifying thing for us when we were developing the app was, will they approve this? Because we spent two and a half years working on this app in the background, from when COVID just about started. Um, and our biggest concern then was, right, we're spending a year, a year and a half, will they approve the app? Mm -hmm. So we got the app to a stage that we felt it had enough functionality, but nothing on the app was saying, oh, this is coming next, because that's also one of the things that you can't do with an app when you're, you send it for approval. It's um, like the roadmap, because they don't care about that. That's right. No, they want to know, is this a fully featured app, basically? And that's what they care about. So we had everything. We got some feedback from them, um, from both of them. And I have to say, Google was a lot more strict, and they still yeah. are than Apple. Um, Absolutely. I believe that. Yeah, the Google Marketplace yeah. is kind of a, pardon my French, a shit show. But it's it's the way in which like we we can navigate these apps in these realms that that makes it easier to be kinky. I'm actually curious. Are you kinky yourself? Like, do you have oh, any kinks yes. if you feel comfortable? Yeah, sharing? yeah. What does your switched app look like? Actually, what is your so, profile? I well, <laughs> right, wait, can I look up your profile? You can look up my profile. What's <laughs> your like, profile? So, but I do have a what is called a shell profile. It is a real profile. But I have been advised not to use my own app oh. to connect with anyone for the intention or the purposes of anything that could be, you know, saying, oh, you're, you're using your own app so that you can hook up with people and that could be misconstrued. Definitely for connecting and socializing. Huh. Um, I don't. I don't see the problem there. I mean, well, that ethically, I, I get. Really? I get that. But I'm not. I mean, I wouldn't judge someone for using an app like. Elon Musk uses his own app. So right. I yeah, wish he no wouldn't shit. personally, but <laughs> I know, but he has a lot more money and uh. much better lawyers than I do. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, well, if you use the, your own app, then okay. Well, I do, secretly I do love... DM me then on your real one. Oh yeah. What is nice about Switch in that regard, though, is that you can follow people in a very similar way to like an Instagram or Twitter. Daddy, what has been your experience using the app? I'm actually curious. I've actually enjoyed it a lot, uh, mainly <laughs> this from an older gay perspective. The uh, typeface is really bold, and uh, um, I can read it. I can see, <laughs> and it's really easy for me to navigate. The pictures are large, um, and I, I just kind of like the layout. And people's, ooh, I like your profile. Look at that. Okay, you look good in leather. Focus. Um, and the, the people, um, it's, it just, it's very engaging, uh, the way the profiles yeah. are laid out. I, I, I really like the structure of it and I can read it. So many apps and it's like the descriptions are so tiny. Um, I, yeah, I've got to search the page. Usually. Yeah. And so for me, this is a godsend because I don't have to squint. 
<laughs> and I wish I could take the credit for it. But um, even though the concept for Switch was mine, I worked with uh, my business partner who is not here with us today. Uh, actually, that sounds like he passed away. He didn't. He's no, no, no. He's he just couldn't, he couldn't be here. <laughs> he just couldn't be here today because he. You really got him has tied like up in a cage in the back, don't you? No, I hope not. <laughs> Nothing what would that he be kinky? doing in my home? That would be really <laughs> I don't weird. Know. <laughs> <laughs> but he. Um, um, but he is an incredible designer. And when I had the idea for Switch, I did a lot of like market research. Uh, and I thought about how, what well, first of all, the values uh, about the app before I even actually thought about what the app would look like. And you can see the values on our website. Um, and when you open the app, I think on iOS, you can see on Android, unfortunately, you can't just because of the way that they've updated the system. Um, but when you say values, what are those? So our values, let me just read it exactly. So oh, from, yeah. the, from the website, so it's simplicity, community, connections, integrity, diversity, inclusion, passion, respect, and consent. It's a lot, but our values really matter a lot to us. And even though the app, uh, I'm probably going sideways now, but even though the app, for example, <clears throat> from the start doesn't, have the terminology and the language to welcome, say, the leather women groups in the US, a group that I'm, you know, I'm familiar with and I've spoken to them when I was designing the app. One of the things that we haven't done was find the right terminology to be as inclusive to welcome those communities just yet. So the app is able to actually welcome um, um, all genders and sexualities. But the matchmaking algorithm of the switched core doesn't really have the terminology for the equivalent of dad, you know, daddy and son play. Mm. So, and I feel like when we when we have the localization feature that's coming up soon in 2024 that allows the app to be in native language, say in Germany, where we have a, a large user base. Um, that's when we're going to think about, okay, great. So now we can actually welcome those groups and have the terminology be specific for them. But it's also very difficult because how do you deal with terminology for like non-binary, for example? Mm. And what I see when I am trying to interact with someone else who's non-binary, that terminology needs to probably apply in a way that's meaningful for that conversation so we can help those two users get to know each other get things started and, you know, maybe find, form lifelong experiences that are actually really awesome. Mm. And um, I think that, that that starts with like having conversations with the people from those communities as well. So it sounds like you've, you've exactly. touched on the women's community. So I'm sure you're also getting some they, thems in on that conversation. Because it, oh, yeah. it, it makes connecting with people with similar interests so much easier. On like a Twitter, for instance, when I find someone I'm like sexually like interested in, I can't be like, well, how far away are they? And that's, what really helps to find <laughs> like actual players mm -hmm. it, it, and that's where the the marriage of social media and dating is is more successful so yeah so one thing i just noticed on your profile that oh, i didn't that know was dive. an option uh which is actually really cool and i want to kind of know what the uh agreement you have is so you have your bluff uh uh your, your bluff yeah. profile linked to bluff specifically so yes. you can you can switch from switch to bluff which yeah. is really a cool feature truthfully um and Thank you can you. log into bluff how did you come up with that agreement with them because they don't have an so, app correct they just they do is it an, an app okay yeah and they're actually managed by one of the people that I think very highly of, and his name is Nigel. Yeah, I know Nigel. And he I is, love Nigel. And he is amazing, isn't he? Yeah. You, you should try his baking. It's actually really good. Oh, I bet. <laughs> yeah. um, and he and he and I were, were talking about, and I thought, wouldn't it be amazing if you could bring all of that value that you have from Bluff by having like your number, especially like it, it's it's so it, it's a little like a like a a, a status symbol having like a, a and the, the bluff number bluff. is so yeah right? and, that, and that's how the bluff system works you get a number you're assigned a number yeah uh yeah and yeah and then as they become available you you might get a chance to actually get a lower number so wouldn't it be great if you could bring this into the app 
and actually validate it and verify it. So recently, the most recently introduced feature was actually the verified functionality um, and for two reasons. One, because we want to make sure that people know um, the people who are on the app are actually the people who are on the app. Um, but if they do have a verification with Bluff, then that's one of the things that we wanted to bring in. Um, well, that's so a great, for example, that's a great if you feature. guys wanted to be verified on the app, I can be very happy to do that and you can get your verification. And the the self-verification for Bluff membership is coming on an update very soon. So okay. we are not going to paywall it. It's if you do have an account on Bluff and you want to bring that verification and have the linkage, you can do it and okay. it's going to be free. And the guys on Bluff, um, I think they have a similar rationale and that's that's why we've done it. Now, now the other the other thing I'm noticing about your profile because I haven't done this on my profile is you have these stickers on the side. Uh, one says yeah. "Master," one says "Call Me Sir." It really reminds me of your Twitch streams with slap stickers. Stream stickers. Uh, oh, yeah, stream! No, you don't no. call them slap stickers now. No, they've never been called that. I always call them slap stickers. Uh -huh. They're slap stickers. Anyway, uh, and you have sis, you have sis Alley. Um, I'm sorry, a what? Sis Alley. Sis Alley. Sis Alley. Sis ally? Oh, ally. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh, you guys have so much fun. Please. So anyway, are you, so I went to click one. So those aren't clickable. Those are just like pins. That you they are. Stickers. Like, yeah. Like slap stickers. Yeah. So the idea for that was... Um, it's a BDSM app. It should be called a slap sticker. Come on. <laughs> Oh, you guys are going to have to do a Shark Tank on that now. Bum, yes, bum, Slapstickers bum, for bum, Switch. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Ta-da. Um, yeah, so the idea for pins uh, came from, and this is mostly common in the US more than here in Europe, right? So you guys have like those nice little like denim vests or mm -hmm. the leather vests. The bar and everybody vest just with pins everywhere. The, oh, like and, enamel and they look And patches, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, so you have like the pins and the badges and you have the patches and then you put everything onto your profile. And it's it, it actually is such a perfect way to provide more color about the things that you're interested in. Mm -hmm. And it like also it. helps with conversations about gender as well, because, you know, we've received an email from someone, an incredibly thoughtful email. I think that um, uh, they're from Germany, if I remember correctly. Um, lovely, incredibly thoughtful with a, a, a long list of various genders. And the issue that we had was how do we do the matchmaking later if we have um i think the i think we had 68 genders kind of like from the list that was oh wow inspired from facebook and and they're all valid i mean who am i to say of course what your gender is like, it's a matter of like, respect not not a matter of of exclusion or inclusion exactly. at the exclusion of others you know kind of thing and our challenge is how do we do the matchmaking how do we show the right people to the right people oh. at the right time. So we we worked with a charity called Gendered Intelligence here in the UK. Lovely people. And we did this consultancy work with them. And then we came up with a number of those genders that would be broad boxes that if you want to put yourself in a box, you can. And also the box that says, I am not in a box. And we came up with pins that help people talk about their gender, including one that, that says, ask me about my gender. I love that. So you don't actually have to say what your gender is because that may be something so private and personal that you may want to have a conversation with someone about it. I think, you know, I th maybe the pins are also a way of solving a problem. So we, right from the launch, we've received some communications from people who've worked on um, HIV, um, you equals you campaign, mm -hmm. offering their designs and a whole bunch of other stuff. And we thought that's really cool. Um, we're introducing local community groups soon on the app. So kind of like the old Facebook groups where you can have your own local group. So you may have like Chicago Rubbermen or the London Rubbermen. Yeah. yeah, and you can have your events and you can get everybody together and you can join. They can kind of like form their own community. If they want to have their own pins, we thought, yeah, then they can just select the pins and add to their profile and say, yes, I am 
a member of the London Leatherman. It's like a back patch um, that not? way, like you said. Exactly, exactly. And bringing it to the digital world. And that's why we've created the pins. And yeah, that's that's where we're at. And thank you for liking it. I think it's really cool to hear. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a lot that, that really stands out with the app and the usability, the functionality. And it sounds like even more so what's coming down the line for you guys. Sorry, the Blue Angels sorry, are currently sorry. Yeah, so It is Fleet Week here in San Francisco, oh so we have... Fleet Week pin? Yeah, yeah. We have <laughs> jets buzzing our city all day long, so forgive the oh, Yeah, they jets. don't care about people that are, you know, trying to be quiet. But it, uh, I didn't actually hear anything, so the oh, okay. recording is really good. It yeah. looks like, sounds like we're more being concerned bombed. about my neighbors and me shouting. Yeah. <laughs> and it sounds like a lot more functionality coming down the line from the different genders being being added to different just functionality of matchmaking but the app itself just kind of another just brief synopsis of it you have a discovery page where you can find people you've got your following or who who is on your essentially timeline uh your matches that you match with people people that are nearby your profile and then more messages and and notifications underneath that it does very much marry kind of a bit of facebook a bit of uh, twitter and a bit of your favorite dating app altogether I'm curious, how did you get there? Were there any interesting hardships, like any any fun stories that you can share about just creating an app like this? Okay. Oh, God, where do I start? So the first challenge is that I am personally the only developer in this oh, group, wow. and there are only two of us. And Ed is the designer and the user experience designer. Um, so he's the person that actually had all the difficult conversations getting to the details of the user experience and the flows. And I was the one that said, this is the idea and evolve it and make it awesome because that's what he's really good at. Me personally, it was getting everything together from an app that works on um, iOS, which is like the number of devices is less than 15 now. I think I think we just reached 15, 16. Um, but on the Android side, it's over 10,000. Wait, there's only 15 people using the app on Apple? No, sorry, 15 different types of iPhone devices. Oh, 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 oh. oh. Sorry, I wasn't clear. <laughs> I was like, there's only 15 people have to... and me and daddy are two of those 15? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. The greatest challenge was putting the app together, putting the website together with the APIs and all the entire infrastructure. This is actually the third version of the app that was built from scratch. The app has been built from scratch three times and Jesus. it's taken an incredible amount of work to get there. Um, unfortunately, the things that people struggle with the most, it will be like, oh, this page was a little sluggish or the app crashed or there was an issue here. And those are the things that I'm responsible for, but everybody loves like the user experience and the colors and the pictures and the boldness of it which is on Ed's side. So he's always on people's best side. And I'm always the one who's like, <laughs> oh, God, yeah, this page is not working. I'm not entirely <laughs> sure I'm going to fix it. I get that. But, as the one who has to do the editing, posting, and everyone loves daddy because he's right? fun and silly. But I have to do all the hard work. You know? Okay, <laughs> hang on for just one second. Let me, it's a lot of work sitting next to you. Likewise. <laughs> the looks. <laughs> laughing at your puns. I hope you, I hope you guys don't understand. Because the looks <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was doing a deep dive into yeah, the app right you, now. Okay, yeah, he's I, over here I, like I, swiping with people I, 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 on hi, Switch. Hi, like, how are you? We're interviewing, we're not using at the moment. Thank you. I think another challenge that we had that is less on the technical side was working with our uh, lawyers on our terms of use and service. Because very complicated so first of all the i gave them a really hard time to make sure that the terms aligned with our values first and foremost second it was is that the terms embrace sex positivity and three protect our users in the best possible way so there is nothing in our terms or privacy policy that first of all allow us to collect data unnecessarily second sell that data to anyone um, because come on, I'm, I'm in this community as well. Wouldn't it be weird if we we're collecting this data and then someone is just kind of like someone gains access to the data and I want to give people I think the, that's the happened in other apps. It has happened on other apps. <laughs> now so <laughs> no, that's, that's, uh, that's nice to hear that you guys went through the struggles oh, yeah. of just it being was thorough. In, in 
incredibly important to me. Like to the point that the lawyer was like, no, no, but you should have this cause just in case, in case there are some issues and you guys need to look and consider this. And I was like, no, listen, it doesn't align with our values. I don't want to have those terms. Just completely remove it. Mm. I don't care. And they were like, oh, fair enough. I mean, you do you, it's your business. I'm like, yes, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> Very expensive lives. We spent a lot of money on them. Well, the, um, that's an, another question I have. So it, this took a lot of time and obviously money. Did you have investors in this or did you use all your own money? It was all our money. Oh, wow. That's impre yeah. no, it's impressive. It was all our money. I mean, it really helps the fact that between Ed and I, we have now close to 50 years of industry experience. Um, and I can cover all of the technical side of it and the business management, which is what I'm responsible for. Um, those are my two backgrounds is software development and data and business management. Um, and Ed is on the design, uh, but not just visual design, but user experience, user experience research. Those are very, very difficult topics to tackle well. Some people will say that they do it, but the reality is that it's really difficult and it takes a lot of time. Just the number of interviews we've done to get the app to where it was, it's crazy. Like in the beginning, well over 50 hours of interviews that we've done with different people just to hear, you know, people's different feedback. opinions. Some people yeah. were very critical of it. Some people were not. Some people were loved. They loved it. And I think it's important to hear all of those voices. I'm just really excited for people to, to learn more about your app, to get on there and to continue to see thank you guys you. grow. So thank you for taking the time first and foremost. Daddy, do you have any other questions before we go? No, I don't have any questions. I just I want to say I've actually enjoyed the app a lot. Um, so thank you for developing it. I know it's a labor of love oh, for you. Thank you for um, saying that. It really means a lot to us, <laughs> guys, both of you. Yeah, put the app down. Okay. I, I know. Easy. And I just found two get, hot get guys that I just messaged. Anyway, so. <laughs> Eddie, um, where can people easily find, or what's the best landing page to get onto Switch? And do you have any last like plugs you want to give out, social medias that people can follow? Give it to us. Yeah. So we have a website, Switched app. Dot com. That's the best way for anyone to learn more about the app and what we're up to and download the app. Uh, we're more active on social media on Twitter because that's what I'm used to. Nice. Yeah, Switch app Easy. everywhere. Yeah. Um, okay. We're also on, is it Blue Sky? But I've, we've not really posted still, anything. I'm saying we, we I'm have still a, getting we both have accounts, but we haven't really done much with it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Social media. Social media. Yeah. So we try, but we we will have like our timeline V2 is coming out soon and we'll have more functionality that's more around recommendations and notifications. So if people are on the app, they'll be able to see what we're up to and all the updates on the app directly. So we hope that the app will be the best place for people to get um, updates from us. Awesome. Well, thank you again so much for coming on. Please give our best to your partner who couldn't make it as well. Um, Daddy, if people would like to follow you, where can they go? You can find me on the Switch app <laughs> at Christopher Weston or Mr. Christopher. Um, and if you want to see the naughty stuff, you can go to MrChristopher.com and that's Christopher with a K. You can always find me everywhere at PupAmp or PupAmp.com for the naughty bits. This has been What's Your Safe Pod, a What's a Safe production. Thank you again, Eddie, for being here. And we will see everybody next time. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so good at this. <laughs>